Disclaimer, the intention of this podcast is not to ridicule or make fun of British persons or their accent. We just find it enjoyable to speak this way. Indeed. Hello and welcome to another edition of Tea Time. I'm your host, Lord Peter Fevron Walthamstone III. And I'm Bartholomew, no less name. And today we have a guest with us. His name is Charles. Hello out there. Uh, what's your last name, Mr. Charles? My last name would be Gibbons. 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 How would one spell Gibbons? G-I-B-B-O-N-S. Would you like I my see. social with that? Uh, just the last four digits, please. <laughs> it's a uh, standard procedure that we go through to verify all of our guests. No, um, well, if you haven't been here before, this is a podcast about anything and everything, and, uh, well, we're going to jump right into things today with a little bit of unfortunate news. You've probably heard of it by now, but the sad news is, is... Uh, living legend Steve Irwin died recently. He was a alligator hunter, and he was stung in the chest by a stingray and died. It's a very tragic thing, but uh, I suppose we all should have seen it coming. I'm pretty sure he did. And uh, rather than mope about too much, we should probably just try to celebrate all the wonderful, entertaining, fun things that he did in his life. So... Here's to you, Steve Owen. Hope you're wrestling a thousand-foot radioactive mega-alligator in heaven. <laughs> to the big crocky in the sky. <laughs> exactly. He, he went to the, uh, the crocodile ranch in the sky. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a new segment for you this week. Oh, uh, actually, before we do that, did any of you have any words about Mr. Owen? Um, I don't believe I did. Wonderful conservationist. What can I say? He had a zoo. He will be missed. He will yes. be missed. Yes, he will. And let us hope that there are reruns for years to come. Because All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, on to the brand spanking new uh, segment. It's something spanking. mighty exciting, and I think you'll like it as much as I have so far. It is called Lord Peter's Cooking Corner. Cooking and corner spelled both with a K. We even have a little song for it. Uh, here it is. Lord Peter's Cooking Corner. Wonderful. Okay. Well, uh, today we have a nice recipe for you. This is our first cooking corner, and as such, we probably aren't very good cooks yet. But nonetheless, we're going to launch right into this. It's a dessert, and the title of said dessert is Rice Krispie Jello Snacks. Really? Really? <laughs> yes. Rice Krispie Jello Snacks? Yes, Rice Krispie Jello Snacks. The way one is to prepare this is you can either by hand or store-bought obtain Rice Krispie treats. You, as I said, you can make these on your own. We're not going to go through all of that. This is uh, more of a walkthrough than a step-by-step -step baking instructions guide. So, step one is you obtain Rice Krispie snacks. Step two is you obtain 
Uh, I prefer cherry, but you can really take any flavor you like. Uh, powdered Jello mix, and you prepare the Jello mix as though to make Jello. I suppose. At this point, you crumble the Rice Krispies and plop them in the Jello mix. Directly in there? Of course. I can't imagine any way to indirectly pour Rice Krispies into well, a mix. <laughs> this is a, this must be a family recipe because I've never heard of anything. <laughs> Handed down for generations. I would guess. On my mother's side, if that makes any sense. I see. Yes. They're the uh, wild bunch. The feathering side, if you must know. <laughs> anyway, um, allow the two or three hours to cool as necessary. Perhaps it's more. I'm not looking at the instructions on a jello thing at the moment. And you have some jello, or no, some Rice Krispie jello snacks. Indeed. You can cut them into chunks, or you can just eat it with a spoon. Either way, it is hopefully delectable. Delectable. Hopefully? <laughs> well, I myself have never tasted it, mostly because I'm a bit squeamish when it comes to chunks in jello. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm assured it's a treat. Uh, I believe the words that have been used are, it's a very different which I assume means uh, wonderful. <laughs> Is it better frozen? I'm sorry? Is it better frozen? Um, as opposed to just a runny mess? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say allow it two, three hours to freeze. Oh, I thought you to freeze cool. it or chill? Uh, no, chill, excuse me. Um, to solidify, <laughs> if that's see, the word I you see. would like to use. I see. The point is to get the jello into its semi-solid, normally acknowledged form, no, no, just with no, no, no. Rice Krispie bits in it. I see. And if any of you viewers have uh, taken this to heart and made your Rice Krispies Jello snacks, do take some photos and send them to us. Absolutely. We would love some, and we will make sure to post some once we get them uh, on the site or perhaps in our next podcast. We also have another grammar lesson for all of you out there today, and it's about the rather dreadful state of affairs online. If you have ever been on any chatting program, or perhaps even a message board, or mostly anywhere on the internet, now that I think about it, you'll notice a severe, oh goodness, what would be the, a severe neglect for the shift key. People type entire conversations without capitalizing anything, whether it be names or the first word of sentences, months, days of the week. Let me get this straight. You need to capitalize the first word of a sentence. I'm looking at the keyboard right now, and at any point on the keyboard, I can't imagine the shift key to be more than, say, six inches away. If you can't reach six inches over, you must be so incredibly lazy as to almost desire people to see you as a fool. <laughs> Look, if I'm online and I'm chatting with someone about, let's say, the purpose of the Queen in today's society, where Parliament mostly rules things, which is a fairly serious conversation, as you might guess. Fairly. 
And the person whom I'm talking to, let's say his name is Parliament Steve 10167. So Parliament Steve, who also does not have a capitalized first letter in his name, I might add, says, The Queen sucks alls, with no capitals, a bunch of exclamations with a one thrown in there. I cannot help but look at this man. I'm not looking at the person because I'm just looking at the chat window. I don't know where he lives, otherwise I'd bash his skull in with a baseball bat. But I cannot help but almost feel sorry for him because his brain cells must be crying out. They are committing mass suicide from lack of use. These people are one step above Neanderthals and must be stopped at all costs. Please, I beg of you viewers, use the shift key. Show us that grammar is not dead. We can take it back. I'm taking it back and you shall help me. I've always been a proponent of the shift key. It's so underused. It is. And it makes, you look, it makes you look so intelligent whenever you use it. People are like, oh, look at him. He uses a shift key. He must be a Mensa member. <laughs> it helps if you have glasses. Perhaps they consumed an immense amount of aspartame. Uh, what, the sweetener? Yes. <laughs> what did aspartame have to <laughs> do with the shift key? Well, aspartame causes memory loss, if you didn't know. Therefore, they probably forgot to I use the shift key. Therefore, being uh, one step above Neanderthals, as you said. I didn't know it caused memory loss. Yes. Diet, really? sodas, yes. That would explain a lot. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain a heck of a lot now that I think about it. <laughs> well, I always thought those diet drinks were good for you and... No, now no, I know no. why I can't remember my own father's first name. <laughs> but wait, if I'm if I'm Peter the Third, that must make him Peter's. Well, mm, there's one mystery solved. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to do a service review tonight because we couldn't think of a site of the night. Today's service is the United States Postal Service. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like you've had a few run-ins with them yourself, Mr. Charlie. <laughs> I would have to say I did. Mm. Working in an office, uh, many a visit with the Postal Service. Oh dear, and these were not pleasant visits, I take it. Not a bit. No. But you know what? Even if they do horribly mismanage things, and it seems as though it's run by a pack of wild boars, <laughs> they do usually get the mail to you, so we have to give them credit for that. Do you agree? I'll give them that much, but the lines, the lines are atrocious. Mm. Uh, it's not as bad as the DMV, but uh, you're right, the lines DMV. are atrocious. But as a service itself, they um, carry their weight. I will give them. I think so. I will give them four out of five teacups. Four How about you, Bartholomew? Uh, I, I would say four out of five as well. And Charlie? I'm going to go with four out of five. All right, it well. seems we have a consensus today. Mm. Four out of five teacups for the United States Postal Service. And that's our word of the day. Consensus. Mm -hmm. Con <laughs> consensus. <laughs> you can see the definitions on your screens now. I'll leave you a moment to have that sink in. Look at how well... <laughs> Well punctuated and well capitalized, that little passage is. It better be. Oh, it is. 
By the way, one final note about the capitalization. Whenever you capitalize entire phrases or sentences or even paragraphs, I hope you know that that means you're yelling. If you're yelling all the time online, people will think of you as a jerk, and you will have no friends, and you will die a lonely, sad man or woman, depending on your um, Gender? chromosome arrangement. Chromosome <laughs> arrangement. Wonderful. Yes. So, all caps, while I suppose a step in the right direction, is mostly as bad as no caps at all. I don't know if you've seen the, the all caps except for the lowercase i. That drives me crazy. <laughs> this is Oof. a new phenomenon, but uh, really? it's it, it's popular amongst the uh, young people in the day. You know, I think that the internet needs a smack person with a, I don't know, a mallet button, so that if you were to press this button, you could hit a person over the internet with a mallet. Agreed. Or, well, no, it would be simpler to just deliver electric shocks through the keyboard, right? Oh, that would I think we could have that arranged. Yeah, um, I think that would be a much better punishment. Every time you see a passage without any capitalization, or improper capitalization, as in your case, uh, you should be allowed to electroshock the person on the other end of the line. Moving right along. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, it seems that we have transferred over to block C, where it says, insert stuff, Lord Peter, on my notes. So, I oh. suppose I am supposed to insert yeah, stuff here. That was, that was actually our review of the postal service. Uh, mm, no, that's in block B. Uh, Don't you see? Refresh the page. Refresh. <laughs> it would appear that I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in that case... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say motion sustained? No, I said let it sink and pass the aspartame. Oh, okay. I thought you were agreeing. No, you're my no, servant. No. You're not allowed to say I'm stupid. No, I'm not, but I'm a good paid anyway. That's true. Never mind. All right, well, um, hmm. Mr. Charlie, Charles, excuse me, yes. are you looking at that page at the moment? Yes, I am. Would you like to do Block D for us as our special guest? Oh, wonderful. Block D? Yes. Norm that would include the email plug? Mm -hmm. Normally we have Bartholomew do this, but I figure you seem quite capable. Quite capable. So shall I just read them out? Consider this sight reading, yes. In all okay. caps. <laughs> <laughs> no, now he's the, going to shout it. Would these be the emails for to contact? Yes. For the, uh, time? the first two, uh, the email addresses are... Um, shall I? Yes, go ahead. You just go through it. That would be britspit at gmail.com. And grumbleberries at gmail.com. That's our complaints line. Mm -hmm. As well as www.britspit.com. Our main Which page. I'm sure you've been to. Yes, it's a wonderful place. Full of happiness and joy. Would you like to take over here? No, no, you keep going. You're doing quite well. Would this be www.frapper? Yes. F-R-A-P-P-R, yes. F-R-A-P-P-R.com. Mm -hmm. Slash tea time. Yes, so that you can uh, post where in the world you're listening from. It's a little uh, map page thing. It's nice. We also have metro.com. M-E-E-T-R-O. Mm -hmm. -E yes, it's a social networking dealie. And thevowonline.com. 
mm-hmm. or myspace.com slash the vow. It's a band that we interviewed, yes. Uh, also, we have shanemidden.com mm-hmm. and remainsoftheday.net. Yes, uh, we haven't interviewed them yet, have we? Actually, we interviewed Remains of the Day, but we didn't interview the vow yet. Oh, okay. I got a little mixed up. It's all right. It's the aspartame. That's okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. I can't remember a bloody thing. <laughs> no more Diet Coke for no me. No more Diet Soda. Blame it on the aspartame. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, coming soon, we're going to be uh, doing, in our next podcast, a do-it-yourself type thing to kind of end the, well, hopefully end the hottest part of the summer. Uh, we're going to teach you how to make potato cannons and flamethrowers uh, and... I don't know, maybe a trebuchet or something. Ooh, trebuchet. trebuchet? Yes. Uh, but we're not talking of medieval sizes. This is something you can make out of paperclips. Paperclips. You can make a paperclip trebuchet? From what I hear, it's about as entertaining as the real thing. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. You'll just have to stick around people. and listen now, won't you? All right. Um, any closing statements, uh, Bartholomew? Um, how is your happiness index today? My happiness index today is up 11 points from before. Uh, things have been going quite well for me this week. Wonderful. And, um, and uh, it looks, uh, the forecast for this weekend looks like it's going to continue to rise. Uh, we have a football game, an American football, not a English football. Oh, I see. Uh, the, 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 the pigskin <laughs> type of football. Ah. And, um, let's see, uh, just a nice relaxing weekend besides that. So. It's going to be good. Have you had any cheese lately? Uh, I had, oh, a friend of mine had recently pilfered my uh, last block of cheddar cheese, so I went out and bought some more. So things are back to normal. I have my cheddar cheese and I'm happy. Things are looking up, aren't they? They are. It's going to be a good, good time. All right, uh, Charlie, do you have any, Charles, Charlie, I don't know what I'm supposed to call you. Uh, do you have any closing statements? I'd just like to thank you guys, Bartholomew, Lord Peter. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure, really, to be oh, on Tea Time. I I'm, I'm feel honored. It's you're quite pleasure. welcome. It was good to have you. And uh, oh, we also have a potential meshing of podcasts coming in the near future. Uh, look up Drunken Mornings on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's rather funny. Uh, a good deal more explicit than we are. And we might be interviewing them sometime soon, so look out for that. Indeed. All right, Bartholomew, would you cue the music? Indeed. And Charles, this is where we have our tea time music going on in the background. We can talk about really whatever it is. So, do you have anything you want to say? You're good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Bartholomew? This week's monkey is the macaque.